Hello and welcome back to Dungeons and Babbins, Adventurers League. This week's Adventure League has wound up in Neverland. This Neverland setting is made by Diana Gaeta and can be found on DriveThruRPG. To get your own copy of this campaign setting, just go to DriveThruRPG and search for Neverland the Impossible Island. With this campaign being only $5, it's a great addition to your DM arsenal. Last week on Neverland the Impossible Island. Our group of adventurers took a handful of fairy dust, tried to grab onto a happy thought, and jumped into the wild blue expanse. Unfortunately, not everybody made their wisdom saving throw, and they crash-landed into the Mermaid's Lagoon. There, they found some interesting items, as well as some very angry mermaids. Now their mission is a little bit longer than they previously had intended it to be, but let's see where they end up now, on Neverland, the Impossible Island. Uh, I'm Beryl, and I'm a dwarf paladin, and my deity of safety is what inspired me to wield a morning star. Hi, I'm Kaylin. I am a wood elf, circle of the moon druid, and if I could stay a bear all the time, I probably would. Hi, I'm Lenora. I am a half-elf bard. I believe that I went with College of Sword with this bard, and uh, literally just Chaos Incarnate and loves dragons. Where we, we were last time, the group has left the island with varying, level of, varying levels of success to look for these children. Uh, due to some bad rolls, uh, they went off course, they wanted to go a little bit more to the north, but they ended up going, I believe, northeast and landed in the Mermaid's Lagoon. Upon landing, they found some artifacts. Uh, I forgot exactly who picked up the, the artif some of the artifacts, but upon taking some of the artifacts and getting too close to the water, they angered the mermaids uh, by stealing some of what they say is their artifacts, and they were accused of stealing some of the merfolk children. So, Beryl, who has one of the artifacts had to give up one of her rings, which is a connection to her god, with the promise that in, within several days she's going to help find the children and bring them back to the mermaid's lagoon. And if she does not bring it back, then the mermaid is going to keep or destroy that connection to her god. So, with that, Beryl, since you're the one who has lost the most so far, uh, yes, what would you like to do? Um, okay, um, can I look for paths? Because obviously we're done with the merfolk, so, uh, I'm gonna try to get out of here so I can go get my ring back. Yeah, you, uh, just roll a perception check, and, actually no, it would be investigation to look for, uh, paths. Okay, I got a ten. When you look around, you don't see anything going to the east that is really going to help you out. It looks like it's all overgrown by trees, roots, uh, some of the rocks have fallen at some point, and you kind of see a path heading west, and you can't really tell just because it has been so long since it was last used, because these ruins are very old. You see... A broad road kind of heading west, but a lot of it is broken up by roots coming up through the ground and uh, 
just bushes and, and foliage just growing in. Well, I don't know if this is a trail or a deer trail or a road, uh, but do you guys want to go this way? I say yes, but I would like to check for traps in that road. I would just like to get out of the water. <laughs> oh, I forgot that you were still in the water. <laughs> Sorry for being like, bye! <laughs> yeah. Just leaving me over here with, like, homicidal mermaids in the water. It's fine, guys. It's totally fine. Babs, do I need to roll anything to get out of the water? Can I just hop uh... out? Well, you're towards the side, so I would do a strength check to see if you can pull yourself out am among the rocks. And if anybody would like to assist, uh, then you would get advantage on that. Please assist, because I rolled a five. Oh. I'm a shitty druid, apparently. They're just very slippery. <laughs> can I roll to assist? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, because you're the closest. Save me. Twelve. Alright, so it, it, it takes you a little bit. There's a little bit of slipperiness on Kaylin's side, but you and a little bit of muddiness on Farfall's side, but you eventually get Kaylin out. Thanks. You're welcome. Let's see, this is still midday well, it's like eleven o'clock in the morning. It, it it's getting a little bit later. The sun's kind of getting high in the sky, and actually I'm going to roll for Alright, so yes, it's a nice, warm, sunny day. Uh, that was a refreshing bit for Kaylin. For Falfall, it's kind of benefiting a little bit more because the addition of mud keeps, like, mosquitoes away because of all the thick, thick muddiness. Everybody else would have to, every now and then, to get the bugs off of them. Are there any diseases carried by mosquitoes? <laughs> do you want to do a survival check? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Try to figure out. <laughs> this will Barrel wanted to head west. Does anybody else object to that? Should I roll again for a perception for looking for traps? Looking for traps would be um, survival. So I roll for survival to check for traps? And then what do I add to it? For survival, that is wisdom. Oh, that's a bad idea. Never mind. <laughs> Your wisdom sucks. My wisdom's negative four. Yeah, it's funny. So no, somebody else can do that. <laughs> I can roll for survival. Okay. Something I'm trained in. Rolled a twenty-four. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So with a twenty-four. You see that this is a was a very thick road, and it goes off a considerable way. And if you look into the distance, you can see that the main road splits into three parts, but the more preserved parts go to the... Looks like they run maybe to the south and to the west and to the north and the west. And whatever goes straight has not been properly maintained. Like, none of them have been properly maintained, but it looks like... The one heading just straight west was, uh, 
subject to the elements a little bit more. And I communicate that to the rest of the group as well as the fact that I did not see any traps. Full beans, that's a way better plan than I had. Yes. <laughs> so should we take the one that's west or ones that are northwest because we're trying to head north? I guess north sounds good because we were going that way to begin with before we yeah. kind of fell out of the sky. <laughs> Trying not to bring that up. <laughs> Trying to avoid that topic. <laughs> so the the choices are west, more west, and north. Like what, what are the choices again? Straight west, northwest, and southwest. Okay, I vote we go northwest. I second that. And for Jasper, I'm going to roll for it. Jasper, or actually, uh, PR is going to vote southwest. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably like, never mind this group, I'm going home. Well, I was like, northwest (laughs) one, west two, southwest three. And then I rolled 1d3. Okay, well. So there's two for northwest. Mm-hmm. One for Southwest. So, anybody else want to vote? Well, Toby's can at the moment. And, uh, here. I guess that's two against one, so Northwest it is. And just kind of as a, I'm play, I'm play, I'll play for PR. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> All right, Northwest. Favorite direction. <laughs> as you are traveling, it is kind of getting a little bit colder for the day being as warm as it was when you were in the Mermaid Lagoon and also in the Lost Camp. It's starting to feel like you're progressing through summer into early autumn. Uh, There's a little bit of chill and it doesn't feel like the greatest thing in the world but it's also not the worst unless you were dunked in water covered in mud. And as you look up ahead you actually start to see snow on the ground. So weather in Neverland is probably... Actually, I'm not going to say that, that's a DM thing. So, like I said, as you are heading west, even though this shows north, as you are heading west, you see snow ahead of you. PR just looks around and says, This is different. I've never seen this fluffy white stuff before. What does it feel like? It's snow, it's cold and wet, and amazing. Well, actually, uh, Barrel, roll yep. 1d4. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> no, is it because I'm not. touching it? I got a 4. No, it's... Oh, so yes, you, you remember what snow is. Yeah, okay. Okay, so <laughs> it's wet and cold and amazing. Well, I'll agree with the wet. And just watches the snow just kind of drip off. But tell me, is it supposed to suddenly just appear like this, or...? To be honest, I don't know. Oh, well, I suppose we just press forward then. As you do start to walk forward... I gotta do a check for her. Oh, so she sees a shadow on the ground in front of you, and she looks up, goes, oh, oh! Hi, Peter! And Peter Pan actually was flying above you, and he lowers down and goes, Hey, everybody! Um, 
what are you doing so far from the, the island? I didn't ask you guys for an adventure. We're looking for kids. <laughs> yeah, Peter, we're looking for kids. Kids keep going missing. <laughs> missing? I didn't notice anyone missing except for you all. Did we write down the names of the kids who were missing? No. No, I, uh, Zacchaeus, his brother was missing. That's the only thing I wrote down. But did, when, um, the character who had all of the memories written down, did they have a list of the missing? I think someone wrote down maybe two or three names, but there's not a full list of the two dozen, two or three dozen. Well, we can, well, let's, I'm not going to remember any names, but <laughs> with or without this game, I won't remember any names. This is a perfect game. <laughs> Peter, we don't remember their names because we keep forgetting things, but here are the names of three people we're missing. And the mermaids say, they're, the merfolks say that they're missing children as well. Do they? That's a uh, strange. And he kind of looks over you, over your shoulder a little bit, as if you brought the merfolk with you. And he says, "I'll talk to them." But um, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good adventure. Um, here's the thing: it is really cold up there. So why don't you head back to the island and? I promise I'll bring you on a brand new adventure tomorrow, or maybe even the day after. Huh. That's, well, some of us aren't remembering the next day, and so how will we know that we'll remember it when tomorrow comes? You don't trust me? It's not that I don't trust you, I don't trust my memory. So even if you take me, I won't remember that you had promised me. I promise as on my honor as a lost boy. And he tries to do a salute, but he's not really sure how to salute. He's like, can I roll perception to see if he's lying or trying to trick us? Go ahead. Shit. Um, let me check. Oh, okay. I have 14. You're pretty sure he's telling the truth, but something doesn't seem or feel right to you. Peter, there are children missing. We can't go back. We've made a promise to find them. I mean, you can't even tell me their names. How do? How am I sure that there are children missing? I don't remember any children missing. We have the list of three names. Three Shmi. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Peter, do you know what happened to them? Are you, are you accusing me of something? I'm not accusing. I'm just asking. I brought you to Neverland. <sighs> I brought... 
I brought you to a place where you can fly and have adventures, and you're here accusing me of things, and he just gets really angry. He's like, I'm not, pl I'm not playing with you right now. And then Peter just strains up, and he shoots up in the air, just completely angry. And O'Toole goes, wait a minute, Peter, I... Oh. Oh, he left. Um, Sorry, guys. I, I'd never seen him angry before. I was... I was uncomfortable. I'm not sure I trust him. I'm pretty certain I don't trust him. Don't... Don't trust Peter Pan? But why would you not trust Peter Pan? Because he didn't want to answer any questions. He didn't believe us. He very well, obviously wants us to go right back to camp. He doesn't want us to go looking for things. I mean, we did kind of go off on an adventure without even telling him what we were doing. And if he, if we needed his help, he couldn't protect us. It's. I think we're thinking too much into it. I, I think it's okay. I don't know. He goes on adventures by himself all the time. Well, he's Peter Pan. He doesn't need fairy dust. He can just fly on his own. We, we have to have really good thoughts to keep our memories. Have really good thoughts, and then we can fly. Just, but, but is it a, is looking for children an adventure or is it a mission? See, I think we're on a mission, which is different than an adventure. There can be adventure in a mission, but the main focus is the mission. To steal back children. I mean, to great, get back to children. We're just going to steal random children and take them back. Random. <laughs> Sorry. That's, I don't care. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> well, you, since you seem to know the most about this Adventure versus miss mission stuff. I think I think you should go first. All right, I'll go first because my wisdom is that on point. <laughs> so Farfall is gonna fall. Oh. Or, <laughs> Farfall is gonna go first. Uh, O'Toole is gonna fall behind a little bit. Uh, what is the rest of the marching order? I'll go after O'Toole. I'll go next. Okay, and I'll have the bard bringing up the rear. And just because I want to. So as everybody's walking, O'Toole is just going to softly play. I forget what instruments he had. Uh, I think it was basically bagpipes or something that was a part of his mechanism. Just softly just playing music, like background music. And as you are all heading up, it quickly gets a lot colder. And as the first person for fall, can you make a perception check? Yes. What am I adding perception to? Please don't say wisdom. No, um... His wisdom. One... <laughs> All right. So with the wonderful, wonderful far fall in the lane, uh, you all are just kind of suffering from the fact that it's suddenly getting very, very cold. Um, Kaylin is still damp from being in the waterfall. Far fall. 
is able to um pick off like bits of freezing mud from her clothes. As she rounds the first corner, she sees that there are or actually she sees, she sees nothing. Uh, but you hear Deception. someone yell in a strange language and do you all want to keep going or do you want to stop when you hear someone yell? I'm gonna do, stop. Do any of us recognize the language? What language what languages does everybody speak? Common, Druidic, Elvish, and Goblin. Common, Draconic, Halfling, Orc, and Thieves Can't. I'm gonna say all you fancy pants bilinguals. Um, I got Common and Dwarvish. Alright. So, Jen, you actually are the only one who understands someone yell, Halt! Who goes there? Alright, everyone stop. I respond in the language I'm spoken to. We are from the island, and we are trying to return- find the missing children and return them to where they- to- to their homes. You're not gonna have to roll for this. You see someone come out of the- at the tree line, and they're standing on top of, like, this- this smallish cliff. They're aiming down at you with a bow. And where do you think that their home is? Where they would like, where they think their home is. Roll persuasion. Really? Five. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> so you see the person turn around, and whistles three times, and you see these other figures come out also with bows raised. We don't want any trouble. And they're speaking, one of them is speaking common now. It's not the first one. It's the one who it comes out at the rear. Actually, before he speaks, I, I gotta, I'm gonna roll a stealth check, and I want Beryl to roll a stealth check. This is Dex. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, the Warforge is just surprised. Roll the one. I got a 14. Oh, there it is. So, just- you're still taken by surprise, but just before you're taken by surprise, you hear, like, the bushes move and you see another one of the archers uh, pop out of the forest, and you see that it, that they have a, uh, a bow and arrow drawn and is pointing at the tube. You're just kind of looking to, to shoot at the first person who moves. Yikes! <laughs> And we you mean hear, no harm. You hear in kind of a sing-song common voice, um, kind of accented in Elvish. Don't worry. We're not here to hurt you, but we want to bring you somewhere where we can uh, get some information from you. Don't know what accent this is, but we're going with it. <laughs> now, I don't want any of you to uh, to run, but... If you all could continue heading up the road, that would, that would be that would be great. Cool. I think that was our plan <laughs> before we met you. Okay, that's the way. Agreed. These two continue to bring you up the road, and as as you head further north, all of you do a Constitution saving throw. Ten. I got a ten too. 
Kaylin rolled an 18. Warforge can't feel cold. Farfall and Beryl are shivering more and more as they're heading north. Uh, Kaylin is the most okay with the changing of the weather. Uh, it's just not... surprising. Yeah. Considering <laughs> I'm wet. Yeah, wet and covered in mud. <laughs> wet, covered in mud, and some of the you don't have inflated. any memory of what snow is, so it's just like, what is this? And even if you do remember snow, it going from summer to winter in the span of like half a day is shocking. You were not prepared for this. So it is kind of unpleasant. And after about a, an hour or two's walk, you are brought to outside of this uh, this encampment. It's for a while when you were walking, it borders on being very cold. But they, but at the very last minute, you are taken a little bit south, and it drops right out of the the winter esque area, into this kind of weird, almost barren. Uh, I wanted to say tundra, but that but that's not the air. It, it's it's surprisingly sandy, surprisingly warm. Uh, if you were wearing glasses, your glasses would fog up immediately from the change in temperature. Like a desert. Kind of. So it it it's kind of like where Timon and Pumbaa live. It's not, not necessarily desert, but green things can grow. Not really sure how to explain it, but... Yeah, so it, it is fortified. You see this this very high rock wall that's made. It is supplemented with wooden spikes. There's a dedicated gate, and you see that there are individuals at the post, and you are walked in by the, the three individuals of varying races, and they had did very little chattering back and forth because, one, they speak different languages and they're not under they're not sure what you speak so they keep switching languages to keep you all from understanding the full conversation but as you get close you're kind of given a minute to rest like take a breath as they're talking to the people explaining that they have captured all of you all five of you and O'Toole's like the most grumpy about it because she's trying to talk with them like trying to get a dialogue going and they're just like rejecting her like we'll talk about it later just so while this is going on what are you all doing like how are you interacting with each other during this march um should we be listening into the languages that we do understand yeah you can and chatting with each other observing while chatting with each other i wonder if Beryl has if her new fragment has that has there been any changes in that in, in the statuette no no okay and Beryl while you've had the statuette have what have you done with it have it, has it just been in your pocket have you been trying to attune to it uh, what are you doing with this very pretty object it's just my pocket I I don't quite trust it after I try to give it back and it came back so I'm like. <laughs> magic object do you look at it at all or it's just it's just in there and it's out of sight out of there. mind okay just want to make sure i might use it when when the time comes that I, like we have no other options no worries all right so after a few minutes you are all you are all let in and one of the figures inside grunts to one of the three the three leave to take back their, um, to go back where they were. And you three are just kind of put in front of this large dragonborn in iron armor. 
and she looks over at all of you. She grunts in Draconic, says, Hello, new ones. Were you waving to speak or that you knew that no. language? No, I, I'm just waving that I know that that language. What, what, what? No, that's you... why I laughed. It's like, oh, okay, you're kind of stuck in this leadership role because, uh, because <laughs> I got no wisdom, so. Well, it's also she's Dragonborn. She speaks Draconic. So what? What does she say? I spoke over you. Sorry. It's okay. Hello, new ones. Do any of you understand my words? Um. I do. I understand Draconic. Why have we been brought here? Just a moment. Does anyone else here understand me? And she looks at the rest of the group. Just staring blankly like, whoa, that's a... (laughs) That's a dragonborn. And she just exhales exasperatedly out her nostrils. A little smoke plume comes out and she turns and she calls out a... Then Why? It, actually, VC, do you speak Draconic at all? Yeah. Okay. Just get over here. You are needed to translate. Really? Did they really pick up that much of a dumb lot? Fine. I, I look over at everybody. Kind of see the one that still has a little bit of mud and everything caked on. And I'm like, where did they drag these out of? <laughs> Well, that is what I wanted to ask, but unfortunately only one of them speaks Dragonborn, so I need an interpreter. And that's why I got you. Okay, I switch over to Common. I assume none of you are this dumb that you don't get this part, right? And I kind of, like, just wave at everybody, like, Do you, do you hear me? Do, do you know me? Do you know my words? I mean, isn't it called common for reason? <laughs> okay, good. So they're not that dumb. And I I look back over at the dragonborn and switch to her tongue. Yes, okay. We're we're getting somewhere. Let's do this. Translate for me. I want to know why they are here and what we can do to make them leave. She she stops for a sec because she's trying to be smarmy, but she realizes that she probably doesn't need to be. All right, what are you kiddos doing here? You're searching for missing children. I I relay that back to Dragonborn, and then I continue with the questions. All right, so how quickly can you find these children and go away? I mean, we don't know where they're at, so it's very hard to give you a definitive answer. They're, they're lost. As are all lost boys. But <laughs> I digress. And I go back to the Dragonborn and relay that to them. And uh, kind of give them my exasperation of... They they have no clue what they're, where, where they're supposed to be looking. I don't even think... You're searching for missing children. I don't even know what their surroundings really mean. But... Uh, I just kind of wait for the Dragonborn to to keep talking. Ask them, what brought them to the north? No child would willingly take the trek all the way up here. The terrain becomes much too cold for anybody who is not properly equipped to get up here very easily. 
Uh, I look over at the group and I speak in common again. All right, so why didn't any of y'all gear up for going to the north? Well, uh, and oh, go ahead. It's we. Some of us don't have memories, and they go away the next day. We don't know if we'll be able to keep them now that we're out of the the camp we were in. But we're not. We don't know the layout of this entire area we're not from here or if we i don't think we're from here uh my my, my character just kind of <laughs> chuckles a little bit and looks over at the dragonborn tells them they don't even have their wits about them enough to remember what yesterday was and the dragonborn just exhales again and Wax you on the shoulder goes, Linra, you remember what that's like. You also left Pan's Island with no memories. Ask them if they're companions of Pan, or if they're working for the children. Make sure to emphasize that these are two different things. She sighs really, really heavily, kind of stands up straight, kind of gets a different demeanor, looks over at them. Okay. Who sent you? to find these lost children. The village did. They told us, well, they asked us to help them, us find their lost children, and that's what we're doing. And does Pan know that these children are missing, and is he helping you at all? Well, that's a funny story. Oh? We ran, we ran into Pan, and he seemed very unhappy that we had left the area. We don't know why. You would think that if children were missing, he would want us to go look for them, but he seemed to not believe that children were missing and seemed to kind of discredit us when we talked about it. And O'Toole interrupts and goes, well, he might have been confused. He's just a boy. He ha he's in charge of a lot. I don't, I don't think Pam would willingly hide the fact that there are children missing. We asked him, well, I did, I will take responsibility. I asked him if he knew what happened to the children and he got upset that I had asked him that and asked if I was accusing him of things and flew off. Well, maybe you were just remembering that, Rogue. I mean, I remember things wrong all the time. We, most of you didn't even have your memories yesterday. I don't think that you should attribute but I also asked him, we, I was also wondering if he knew and he wouldn't tell us either. He didn't believe me either. Well, you're new. So we don't know what to think about you. We're all new. So to answer your question, um, I don't think he's very happy that we're out. Of course he's not. Of course he's not happy that you're not following his little sheepy flock as he wants you to. I look over at the Dragonborn and I explain that they are not working for Pan and Pan got upset and I pretty much explain everything that they had just said, compiling it down as much as I can. The Dragonborn, who is Koma, K-O-M-A, still has her arms crossed and she relaxes a little and points to O'Toole and goes, that one seems argumentative. Agreed. 
that one that one seems to be caught in delusions we i'm not sure about them but the other one the uh, i point at the other one that can speak draconic that i i totally understand that they might be able to catch what we're saying and i'm like that one seems to have a bit of sense and so do the other so do two more of them guards put the small one in a cage i don't trust her Thanks for tuning in to the Adventurers League. The next episode comes out Sunday, March 7th at 8 a.m. Interested in joining an Adventure League session? Send me an email at rollforbabs at gmail.com. Or you can also find me on Twitter and Facebook at rollforbabs. As always, background music is from tabletopaudio.com.